Hello, welcome to Morning with Caroline. Oh my, we've got a little bit of education today, but I'm going to give you a story. It's a made-up story. And this is Caroline Walrat, and I'm so glad you're here because we're going to talk about Amy and Hippo's a guy and Oxy. And they are really interesting as children. So Hippo has a new bike. But he's ridden a lot of bikes before, but this is a brand new bike. And he goes over to Amy's house and he says, Amy, come on, let's go for a bike ride. And and she goes, no, 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 I'm, I, I, well, okay, let's see. Well, you know what is that Hippo remembers being really good on a bike. And he was really hoping to impress Amy, who had never been on one. And then they get on the bike, and next door to Amy is Oxy. And Oxy says, I'll get on your bike, but let me be your eyes for you. Let me be, let me see and make sure. Okay, Amy, let me make sure that there's nothing to hurt you. So I'm going to have my eyes open for cars and other bikes. And, oh, I don't know, maybe a helicopter. Liz, Liz, I don't know, but I am there for you. And so Oxy's smaller. He gets on the hand bike. He's just kind of tiny. And he gets on top of the handbars. Well, this is really a great day. So they're going down and Oxy says, all clear. It's just fine. And then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, a bike comes from behind and and smashes them from behind and Amy falls down and she is crying and she is so upset. If this is a bike ride, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Of course, Hippo remembers now that, gosh, just ruined my new bike. And Oxy goes, well, I thought I saw everything. I really worked at that. You know, I just, it came from behind. What can I tell you? So these three people are actually people that have names, a longer name, and they are associated with our brains. Every one of us have an Amy, Amy, a hippo, and an oxy. So these three things are about how we perceive, how we interpret it, and if it's emotional, how we store that emotion to it. So quickly, I'm not going to spend too much time, but it's important that you hear this because we all have this in our brain. We should know, right? It's like, where's your stomach? Everyone should know where their stomach is. Oxy's pretty cool. Oxy likes his eyes and five senses, smell, taste, all of them. You know what they are. And um, he's pretty happy. Uh, he likes those handlebars because he can see real well. And is those that's the occiput. Actually, the occiput is on the back of your neck. And it starts developing when child is very young. In fact, they say that some of the visuals, the five senses are developed in the womb, even at 28 weeks. So they start hearing their mother and they start getting sensations about, you know, the environment. And, you know, a lot of, I know a lot of people like to get back in that womb. They just didn't want to come out. It was so cozy. There you go. Oxy's kind of been in a lot of situations because he's the headlight. He sees everything. And that goes to your eyes. And when the occiput begins developing at a very young age is if you've had children or understand what a child does in their development is there comes a time when 
three, four months, I think it is, checking that, but very early, they start, occiput starts developing, and they can actually discern what they're saying, instead of mom just being, a, oh yeah, hi mom, that's great, I think you're my mom, and I remember your voice. It's where they're starting what we call localization, and they look at something, and it actually has meaning. That is part of our development. And like they say, it starts in the womb, but the occiput really helps develop for immediate environment. And then as they get older, they see further and further, and it's much clearer, but they hear voices, which is familiar or not. So let's go to Oxy. Oxy's fine. Oxy went back. It's at home. But Amy's a little shook up, really shook up. She said to Hippo next door, she said, Hippo, I am not going to get on a bike again. You, I just can't. I am so, I hurt. I crying. I can't get over it. And I just want to just, I'm so angry. I just don't want to get on a bike again. Well, Amy stands for amygdala. And amygdala is part of our brain that is actually pretty close to the hippocampus. And the hippocampus is responsible for taking some of that information that Oxy gave him and steering that bike because he remembers. He knows how to ride it. He knows his feet go on the pedals. So with the hip, the hippocampus is what's in our brain. It's actually, it retrieves experiences that come from different lobes in our brain, but it is responsible for goal-directed behavior in it forms and, and reconstructs related memories. So he sees the street and he knows his bike goes on it. Any kind of damage to that can cause some problems with behavior, which we won't go into here, but they found even in some studies that damage to the hippocampus makes animals a little more hyperactive. You can go online and find out a lot more because I'd like to continue with my story about Amy, Hippo, and Oxy because it gets even a little better. By the way, the hippocampus or hippo, does not really actively participate in controlling behavior. In fact, they do utilize those five senses from occiput to help process the memories, but they store the kind of memories that are more like dates and times and names and locations. But the emotions, the emotions are Amy's. And Amy's short for amygdala. And amygdala is a very, very small... Oh, it's very small. It has a cluster of neurons. It's a very efficient communicator, continuously perceiving and processing and relaying information between the prefrontal and temporal lobes of and the hypothalamus. So the hypothalamus is the main one we're talking about. So Amy's always finding out information from the hypothalamus about what's going on that you know, occiput relates to them. But then Amy goes, well, I don't know about that. I don't like that. And then Hippo says to her, you know, Hippo, the Hippo says, Amy, amygdala, I think you should go on the bike again. I think you should do this and just get over it. And she goes, no way, Jose. No, 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 no. I am not going to do it. So every time somebody wants to offer her to get on a bike, can you imagine that first experience creating such a negative experience for her for the amygdala, where those emotional responses are stored, that if she hears a bike in the neighborhood, she has a visceral, she has an automatic reaction because that memory is stored and is instantly ahead of anything else in the in that. It's a protective device that we have. We, we want to protect ourselves. So let's give another example. 
let's say a child is in a family and the family owns guns and the guns just everyday occurrence but let's say they're police officers they the kids are used to seeing them they put them up high so the kids won't get them or put them away but the point is not that they're police officers just that it's an everyday thing that's done for peace these are very peaceful situations so if a child sees the gun the father will say no this is what it is and this is where it will go and this is what i use it for and it's very calm and cool cool and collected so the first experience with a gun is a positive experience there's a lot of love between the father and the child somebody comes to the door of a very small child and actually they come in and and they see somebody shooting and actually maybe perhaps killing a, a parent the child for the first time they saw a gun has stored in their amygdala a not very good reaction i worked at the home for abused children part time in the summer and it was my charge to take care of a little girl who refused to eat she had to be i think 4 or so and she actually not to get too descriptive for anybody that doesn't want to hear this sorry about that but she actually watched the parent set fire to her sibling in the in the crib and the sibling to die so the amount of stress and everything that came from that from people coming people crying everything about it is a memory in the amygdala that that child is going to take a long time with a proper proper helped to release and one of the things we can do with some of our old experiences that we had early on you wonder why you never want to buy a blue car well they don't make a lot of blue cars but they did at one point it's probably because it wasn't a very good experience the first time you got in one and it's hard to know what that is isn't it it's hard to know what makes our behavior go away from something that's benign now it really doesn't it's not a problem those things we have to think about we probably need some help if we're still in a fight or flight situation with something that is occurring early childhood is a very precious thing in fact as you can see the womb is a precious thing that's why i said sing to the baby sing to that baby in the womb because we start by understanding whether it's a safe world or not a safe world I was reading online where there are other types of therapies. I have not heard of some of them. I'd have to explore them. But my goal for today was to teach you that the brain is a very, very interesting place to be, and the more you learn about it, the more you can respect about how you think. So I hope when you got up, you were feeling pretty good. You had some good memories about the night before <laughs> or the day before, and they related a good experience that you had when you were one. Anyway, you guys, I hope you enjoyed a little bit of brain education and you can say goodbye now to Amy and to Hippo. Amy the amygdala, um hippocampus for hippo and the occiput for oxy. All right guys, have a great day. Enjoy yourself. Bye-bye.